Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. Good morning and Happy New Year as we flip the calendar to 2020 and present our first Catholic Education Plus program for the new year and the decade. And this morning, we welcome St. Patrick's School in Cannonsburg, which was founded back in 1954 and initially was staffed by the School Sisters of St. Francis of Assisi in Bellevue. And in the mid-1970s, a kindergarten class and then preschool program was added. And then in the 1990s, St. Patrick's School was granted accreditation by the Middle Atlantic States Association. With the motto, We Educate the Whole Child, St. Patrick's School serves the parish grouping that includes St. Patrick, Our Lady in Miraculous Meadow in the Meadowlands, and also Holy Rosary and Moose, all in Washington County. My guests this morning are Deacon Lee Miles, Principal of St. Patrick's School, and, and parent, alumnus, and PTG treasurer, and also the girls' basketball coach, Steve Sawyer. Deacon Lee and Steve, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Thank Father. You. And Happy New Year to both of you, and thanks for coming in with us this morning as we begin a new year of 2020, and you're my first uh, guests of the show for uh, 2020. So thank you very much for being here. Now, Deacon Lee, like me, you're from the Carrick neighborhood of the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, you attended St. Joseph's School in Mount Oliver, and then later you graduated from Point Park, Pitt, and Duquesne, and you also taught at Alderdice High School. You also were a principal at a charter school, and then you returned to Catholic education. What a background that is. What what, what brought you back uh, to Catholic education? Well, education's always been a, a passion of mine for quite some time. And um, while I was at Alderdice High School, um, I taught there for 14 years. And uh, at that time, I was ordained, you know, as a permanent mm-hmm. deacon. And uh, it, was, it was nice because, uh, I mean, I had a lot of kids, about four or five, come to me, mm-hmm. young men, who wanted to talk to me about the priesthood. And naturally, in a public school, I couldn't say too much of anything. And one of the boys happened to be the vice principal's son. Oh, wow. And so, uh, so that was fantastic, you know. But, um, you know, working in public education, you know, was wonderful. And, uh, you know, based on my background, you know, as a deacon and also working as a part-time DRE at the time, mm-hmm. I felt the calling to uh, get more involved into, uh, into Catholic education. And then now, this is your first year at St. Pat's. What's your impressions uh, so far as a principal? It's a great community. Mm. I mean, I just love it. Every day I go in there, I just absolutely love it. The, the parents are so wonderful to work with. And, um, you know, I'm, I I know quite a few of them now mm-hmm. in just a short period of time. And uh, it's a very active PTG. And the kids are especially active. And, uh, 
that's a very good thing. And I love the kids. I love to be with the kids um, each and every day. Wow. And you're, you're the only clergy that's a principal. Uh, you're a deacon and the only deacon that I know uh, that's also a principal in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. So that's good that you represent the clergy, too. Now, Steve, you and your wife, uh, you have three daughters enrolled Mm -hmm. at St. Patrick's, and you graduated uh, back in the 1980s. Uh, So you're kind of like the pillar of the the, the (laughs) parish and the school there. And uh, what's changed and what's stayed the same? Well, it's interesting uh, for a question like that, you know, your perspective as a student and as a parent, you're coming from a, a different viewpoint. So what I can definitively say has changed. Obviously, all the teachers, the mm-hmm. principal, are different than what was there when I was there. Obviously, uh, you know, like having Deacon Lee, which is a clergy member, as part of the staff is, is a great benefit because when I was there, we had nuns. That, yeah, that school taught. sisters in Bellevue. Right, mm-hmm. so to have that example for the students is very good. Um, what has also changed is the technology in education. And they have these smart board now that my girls uh, learn off of in the classrooms, and they have a lot of online assignments and integrate technology into the education. If you were to ask me what did not change, I think the commitment to education and the individuality that the teachers are able to recognize in the students based on how they're progressing or maybe not progressing and aid them. And with that advantageous teacher-to-student ratio, they can do that. And I know that was done when I was there. Certain things they excelled me in and certain things they knew I needed help in, and they're doing the same for my girls. So I think that commitment to education is still still the same. What's the feeling, because you you walked those halls, you were in those classrooms, and now your daughters are there, um, you're, a, you're a coach for the basketball. Is that a neat feeling to walk in and out of that school knowing that you grew up there and then now your girls are, are no, going through that? That yes. must be a neat feeling. It's wonderful. It's, mm-hmm. it's to show that I could pass on what my parents invested and did for me, I'm doing for them, and to be part of that uh, culture that is still there and, and, and is something that my girls are not coming up through is just fascinating. It's wonderful. Wow. Now, Steve, when you are out promoting the school at Masses in your parish grouping and elsewhere, you talk about this strong culture of acceptance mm-hmm. at St. Patrick's. Can you tell our listeners about that? Well, the best thing I could do, and it's a story I told at the Mass, is when I went to St. Patrick's, I was an awkward-looking kid. I'm not going to be shy about saying it, but during my time there, I never felt any less about who I was. So when my daughter started there, she wore glasses, and I was afraid that she'd feel bad about wearing glasses. However, she went there and enjoyed her experience, and, and after our two weeks, they bring you in, and the teacher meets with you, and, and when we introduced who we were, she goes, oh, come outside. I want to show you what the students have done. And there were these self-portraits they made along the wall, and she showed us our daughter's self-portrait with glasses. Oh, that's great. And then wow. she showed us four other students who had glasses on their self-portraits. So I said, there's that many students with glasses. And she said, no, your daughter's the only one. And everybody thought it was so cool that she had glasses. They wanted glasses too, and they drew them on their faces. So that let me understand that that culture of acceptance, even through all those changes mm-hmm. we talked about, is still there and still strong, and I think it's a very important aspect for kids to have that as part of their uh, educational experience. That That's a really neat thing. Normally, if somebody looks different or talks different or acts different, they would be made fun of, or, oh, you have glasses, so you have four eyes, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, kids can be kind of rude and cruel, but right. here they they say, Let, let's all draw glasses on our own eyes, and we're all in this together. Right. So that, that I could see how you could say that everyone 
is a strong culture of acceptance. Now, Deacon Lee, as I mentioned at the beginning of our program, that your school's motto is we educate the whole child. I really like that. We educate the whole child. Can you describe how do you do that? Well, above and beyond the uh, academics, which is uh, which is quite obvious and something that we're very proud of, as uh, Steve mentioned, uh, he mentioned technology. We have a state-of-the-art mm-hmm. uh, computer lab there. And um, so the academic uh, program is very strong with, with the kids. And uh, regarding the academics, this kind of falls into how the kids react and treat one another. So um, they'll help one another within the classrooms. And I think that is brought about by a way of some, some, a lot of cooperative learning experiences that the teachers provide for them. And so it's not just where we have a teacher doing a lecture or, you know, kids sitting in a seat all the time. They're really engaged, you know, in, in a whole lot of things. And, um, and that kind of a culture, uh, goes along to how, um, the kids appreciate the differences and they mm-hmm. celebrate each other's differences. And uh, it's um, it's one family there. The, the kids act like they're brothers and sisters together. And, of course, you know, we have the parents and the children all together. And so everyone combined, you know, it, it's like a family, a wonderful family. And uh, there's also a lot of developmental issues that we work with the kids on, um, you know, uh, how they develop emotionally and physically through, um, you know, through the physical education program. Mm-hmm. And um, also, the uh, we meet the, lear- the needs of all learners who come across our doorstep, and uh, and that's wonderful to uh, to be able to appreciate all that. And so, by educating the whole child, we're looking at you know not only the the academics, but how how they are relational, you know, to one another. And uh, and it's nice to see their growth and development. I'm sure that that Steve has seen a lot of growth and development over the years. You know, you know, with his peers and uh, and with his children now. But you know, even to a certain extent, I'm seeing a lot of growth and development with the you know with the children in the school, with the kids in the school, and you know how how much they've uh, come along since. August the 25th, and yeah, it, it is amazing, you know, you know how they make that transition so quickly. You just finished your first semester, uh, so the kids coming in late August and then just concluding right before uh, Christmas break, and now they're on break, and they'll be coming back uh, to school this coming week, so you start a, a fresh new year, um, and you try to make that well-roundedness. So, you know, Deacon Lee, you said that uh, educating the whole child, so you have, obviously, the academics, you have the technology but I also like how you put in it's a family. So you have the personal uh, development plus the faith, too. So it's, it's just not all education uh, books, but also the technology and then also the faith. So it's well-rounded. The faith yeah. is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an opportunity to, uh, to speak with the kids all the time. And uh, it's, it's wonderful for me to be able to be at mass with them to celebrate uh you know to to assist as a deacon and, and give the homily from time that to time. that would be awesome and right. so they see me in two different roles mm-hmm. and um of course i'm a little bit different uh sometimes <laughs> uh you know as a principal and you know i'm uh, i don't take a whole lot of my principalship you know into the sanctuary with sure. me and then sometimes you know sometimes i get a little bit confused like well you know you're not acting like this now. You're a deacon, you know, or you're a principal too. Sometimes you got to put on that principal's hat mm-hmm. and take off the Dalmatic. Now, Steve, how do your girls relate to Deacon Lee when oh, he's at Mass? Uh, he's the principal, but he's also a deacon. Right. They, mm-hmm. they love him, and, and Deacon Lee has really uh, brought a, 
a breath of fresh air to the school mm-hmm. again because he has that presence and they see him living the faith mm-hmm. and and that's something that I think is very important and I, I think that you know they definitely admire him and love having him there so it's it's a wonderful thing and that's good it's he's the principal but also uh, when they come in for the school liturgy mm-hmm. to say oh he assists the priest and a deacon proclaims the gospel can give a homily and that's neat and being a deacon uh, not every child sees a deacon in their parish so that's kind of neat that he can have both roles the principal but also assist Mm -hmm. at mass well that's great we'll take a break we'll be back in a moment on kdk radio welcome back to catholic education plus i'm father tom burke the pastor of the newly established saint mary magdalene parish in the east end point breeze in wilkinsburg and on this uh, January 2020, a brand new show for Catholic Education Plus. My guests this morning are Deacon Lee Miles. He is the principal of St. Patrick's School in Cannonsburg. And Steve Sawyer, who is a parent and alumnus and the PTG treasurer and the girls basketball coach at St. Patrick's. Now, uh, Steve, I know that the spiritual aspect of your daughter's education is important to you. Uh, and tell us how they learn more about the Catholic faith uh, each day. Well, it is. It's actually the most important aspect and why we really choose to send our girls there. And so there's a lot of elements to that. I think, you know, just having the capabilities to pray in school, just that alone is is a very important feature. But then, you know, with all relationships, they take work. And so for my girls to be able to build a personal relationship with Christ and do it on a daily basis through the religious education, through going to Mass once a week at Wednesdays, and then we obviously take them on the weekends, Mm -hmm. and the catechismal uh, studies they have, it's just a way to formulate that environment around them so when you go out to a restaurant at night and pray, it's not an odd thing. Or when you're getting ready for church on a Sunday, there's not a fight because they have an understanding more of what's going on in the Mass as opposed to, oh, this is a boring hour. So having that within the institution of St. Patrick's for my girls and their formation of that, again, goes back to educating the whole child. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to having Deacon Lee as an example of that every day. And then they see him on Sundays as a deacon at some of the services. So, you know, having all that and the spiritual aspect to me is the most important element of their development. So they practice their faith every day. It's every not day. just on Sunday, but their school mass, plus every day when they come to school. Right, and being Again, around all their students who are doing prayer. the same mm-hmm. does not make it an odd thing to do. It makes it just an integrated part of who they are. Yeah. Now, Deacon Lee, as I mentioned in our first segment, you're the only member of the clergy to serve as a principal of a Catholic school in, in, the, in this diocese. And we were talking about how your role is principal, and then when you have the school mass, you're a deacon. How how does that benefit the students? Well, I think that um, they can see that um, different roles of various people, and um, they have a tendency to come to me about a lot of things. Mm. And um, some are, you know, some serious things. And, and I think, hopefully, to an extent that, you know, they have that confidence in approaching me you know, because of that. Because a lot of times, you know, um, kids don't want to go to the principal's office, right? Yeah, right. And so um, I I see them coming to me in in various capacities, you know, just to talk and to, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And they, you know, they call me, uh, some of the kids call me uh, 
uh, Mr. Deacon Principal, uh, uh, Principal DL, and all kind, you, you know, get all kinds of all different fashion. titles. Yeah, all kinds <laughs> of different titles, which are all good sure. to this point. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I see a lot of the kids coming to me and uh, asking for uh, you know to talk and things like that. But also, I think about being mindful that you know maybe you know they're coming to me. You know, it's obvious, but also. They may be sent to me for me, and I think we all have to be aware of that, that maybe God brings people into our lives so that we think that they're helping them, which is true, but also when they come to us, they could be helping us. And they're a tremendous gift to me, and they help me each and every day. That's amazing. Wow. Now, Steve, you said that St. Patrick's School has a unique way of developing a strong, tight-knit community. How does that happen? Well, I, I think what occurs at St. Patrick's is you have a, a community of individuals who are sending their children for like-minded reasons. Everybody at St. Patrick's, they're hardworking families, and they you know, make that sacrifice, or I call it an investment, in their children by sending them there. And again, having the same objective of what you want out of a school for your children creates that bond amongst the families. And I think... It's a great thing as a parent because you get to know the parents of other kids who your children are hanging out with. And so, you know, having that ability to uh, know what they're doing, who they're with, and knowing these individuals. And, again, you trust these people because they, they are there for the same reasons you are, and it just forms that type of family atmosphere. And it's it's just a wonderful thing that they have going on there that I saw when I was a student. Now I see as a parent, like yeah. I said before, a different perspective. I'm appreciating that perspective now and as a basketball coach how do you use the coaching skills uh, for the girls on the team to develop team spirit plus their faith morals and values well and, and it's a it's an underlying lesson you mm-hmm. know I, I don't want to say I'm one of these coaches that say winning's not important but I want that teamwork I want that reliance on each other and trust on each other integrated in every practice we do and in the game so mm-hmm. I don't care if we lose, you know, 30 to 2 if my girls are working together and trying their hardest. And, you know, I I don't like to see them trying to bring each other down. And when any time that happens, we stop practice and we let them know, no, this is a teaching opportunity, not a tearing down opportunity. So we we really want to formulate that leadership and everything we do through the athletics. And the the famous Notre Dame uh, players slogan, play like a champion, you know, and, and, not knowing that you're not going to win every game, obviously, mm-hmm. but you, a champion is you, you give it your best, mm-hmm. team spirit, and respect each other, too. Right. Yeah. Now, Deacon Lee, you have uh, an excite, some exciting news to share about a new facility uh, coming to St. Patrick's in Cannonsburg. Can you tell our listeners the exciting news? Well, this will be a, an activity center, mm-hmm. multi-purpose center, and uh, it will be coming along in phases. And uh, the first phase is going to be uh, very important for the life of the school and the kids, which is um, a facility for sports. And various sports will be occurring, you know, within that one uh, playing field. That's fantastic. And, uh, you know, volleyball and basketball, uh, possibly soccer. But um, And it's going to be wonderful because uh, we don't have a gymnasium right now, a facility mm. like that. And so um, it's not only for St. Patrick's School, which, you know, we're obviously going to benefit an awful lot from that, but, you know, in the grouping as well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so, you know, Miraculous Medal and Holy Rosary Muse, you know, it'll be a, a community center where everyone can come and, and share in that as well. Also, we'd welcome other parishes to come, 
you know, nearby who may not have, you know, sports facilities and things like that. And your location right off Interstate 79. I mean, it's it's a fantastic location. Just come off the exit and then uh, go right down uh, the Pike Street there. And you're right there in the center of, of Cannonsburg. You can't miss yeah. us. <laughs> and famous for their uh, parades and mm-hmm. Sarah's oh, yeah. Candy, too. Yeah. So um, perfect location. And I like about uh, your grouping, Our Lady Miraculous Medal and uh, Holy Rosary, they're not that far away from St. Patrick's. They're kind of like right in the center uh, of the grouping there. And the parishioners can also utilize that um, multi-purpose facility. So the kids, the children actually can utilize it, but also the parishioners and the the grouping too, plus a community area too. Absolutely. It'll help us with the outdoor recess. We can be indoors. Yeah, definitely. Now, Steve, some parents move their children to the public school system before they graduate from a Catholic grade school, if they're going to attend a public school anyway. But there's some real benefits of staying all the way to the end of eighth grade. Uh, can you tell us about that? Right. And, and, and I preface this with I'm not a psychologist. However, from just the observations I've made, my nieces and nephews who went through Catholic education, uh, grade school all the way, and obviously through myself, there's that element of stability in the environment that you're giving those children all the way through eighth grade. And you're not introducing changes of fifth and sixth grade and then they go to a junior high seventh and eighth grade and then mm-hmm. they go to a high school so have that consistency stability to allow these children to really develop themselves for those formidable years i think is very important and i think that's why it's a good idea to stability keep stability. them all the way to the end Correct. and then they can go on and choose a catholic high school or, or the public high school Correct. yeah definitely now deacon lee uh anyone interested in coming to take a tour of st patrick's school how can they uh get a hold of you and contact you well like businesses say walk-ins are welcome <laughs> and so most of my like people that. that i see are they're they're walk-ins but obviously the you know the school at uh, 724-745-7977 but they can walk in the door. That's and, great. Uh, Good. Well, Deacon Lee and uh, Steve Sawyer, thanks for being with us. We'll be back in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring a discernment group for men ages 18 to 40 coming up on Sunday, January the 26th at St. Paul Seminary in Crafton. It begins at 9.30 a.m. There will be Mass, brunch, discussion, and adoration. It's a great way if you're discerning a a call to the priesthood or religious life. So all men ages 18 to 40, please come out to St. Paul Seminary in Crafton on Sunday, January the 26th at 9.30, and you'll have a wonderful Mass, brunch, discussion, and adoration, and just uh, think about uh, becoming a priest in the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. To register, visit pghpriest.com. That's pghpriest.com to register. Sunday, January the 26th, that's coming up in a couple weeks, St. Paul Seminary, located on Noblestown Road in the Green Tree Crafton area, 9.30 a.m. Have a wonderful Mass, brunch, discussion, and adoration. It's sponsored by the St. Joseph's Guild Discernment Group, a great way to really start the new year and find your calling in your life. January 26th, St. Paul Seminary, 9.30 at St. Paul Seminary. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio.